Oh, Mama, we're gonna watch Sky News a little bit. I love you, Emily. I love you, Emily. Oh, and you were recording. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's definitely gonna be the intro. Right. Hey, friends. <laughs> That's the voice of Shelby. Wow, that's Shelby and Herman coming at you live. That's uh, that's my two babies that are dogs, and they talk like little children. The laughter is contagious. The laughter is contagious, and the shenanigans are real. That's right. Well, on that note, welcome to Stormy Willow. Welcome. And on that note as well, we're trying to get our intro down. Uh, <laughs> so this is the Stormy Willow podcast, where the topics that we discuss each week are mystery, but the stories around them are real and usually really funny as well. Like that impression you just heard that was like, what, what? Are these yeah. real children? No, they're dogs. What's happening? That, yeah. was, that, that was a true situation. We are, uh, we are the hosts. I'm Adele. This is my beautiful sister Sarah and her beautiful daughter Beagle Shelby that you kind of heard in the background. <laughs> and don't forget about Herman. Handsome yeah, Herman's the little stinker. Oh and I got little Pearl here. Little hey Pearl! Pearl's hey. joining us today. Yeah I'm babysitting her because she doesn't like being alone and uh, Amanda my wife is at uh, Lowe's so I can't leave her alone with the kitty cat just yet. They still don't quite get along. Oh well welcome Pearl we're glad to have you on the show yeah so what's your current situation other than uh Shelby not being allowed to hang out while we record so I don't know um so here's my current situation if you can't see it if you're just listening it is my beer and a koozie that says ooh David from Schitt's Creek um we are recording on a Friday because we took a spring break off and yeah. so it has been a really shitty flipping week. So I am really excited to talk with you, Adele, and have a nice cold beer. Much needed. It's been, so we are a comedy podcast, but not to bring the mood down. It has been a really bad week here. Um, we had a mass shooting here where I live, um, which. Out of all places. Out of all places. And, you Rockville, know. South Carolina. Like. It's. And it's so crazy because we are a growing community, but we're still very small. And so with this horrible thing that's happened in our community, either somebody directly knows the family and the victims um, or knows somebody that knows them. And so it's just it's so heartbreaking. And today I had to go run an errand um, for Shelby and Herman, of course, that most of the errands I run are for Shelby and Herman. I work for them, but it, just seeing all of, like the national news, all the media trucks, and and for this to make national news, it's just um, it's just really sad. It's really heartbreaking. So just the whole feel of our community here is just um, it's just really really sad. So that happens, and then I've had some friends that have had some personal loss this week as well that are grieving, and then the Duke of Edinburgh has to up and leave us as well, and DMX also passed away, and DMX, and so it's just been a lot, and um, those of you that don't know, Stephen, my husband, and our mom, Sandy, who we can't wait for you guys to meet, they're probably, I would have to say, as far as Americans go, they're probably two of the most, um, what would you say? They know a lot about the monarchy. They're like monarch historians. 
That's they're what they very, do all uh, the time. loyal to the royals. <laughs> <laughs> they are very, so they're, I mean, we are, I am very sad um, for our friends across the pond, but mom and Steven, whole nother level. Um, they're just quite devastated. And so we send our condolences to you. Of course, all of these here, people here are not kill. Um, we send condolences to our friends across the pond and just everybody that we know that's just had a lot of um, loss this week. So it, it's just been a sad week. So I, I'm ready. Condolences to the world. <laughs> condolences to the world. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, I, I guess, you know, you always know that your life, you, you just never know what's going to happen in your life. But you know, when a mass shooting happens like that, so close to your home, and then, you know, just friends that have lost family that, you know, necessarily weren't old, and, you know, it's just, it's sad, it's just very sad, it just makes things, I don't know, it just makes you try to want to hold on to those moments um, that we talk about a lot, <laughs> even yeah. close to heart, because you just never know, so it's been, it's not been a fun current situation for me this week, sadly. I can't say mine has been much better um a lot of pet loss over the last week or two with with some of us and, and our friends so um that hasn't been good and I got my first COVID shot um on yeah. Tuesday so while I'm happy about having the beginning of the vaccine how are you feeling um, now I know it, 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 it made me feel bad. awful I feel better today but like I I was talking to Stella uh, someone in the UK I think she even I don't know if she had Pfizer or not but she described it the best. I was like, I don't even know how to describe how it feels. She's like, it feels like the worst hangover of your entire life. Wow. And that's I, exactly I am not looking I forward to that because I've had some really bad hangovers. So, like, oh, I just felt exhausted and dehydrated. And then on top of that, I mean, this isn't even a listed side effect, but I just had the runs. Like, oh. I thought I was going to have to host this podcast from the toilet directly. <laughs> we did talk about doing that, actually. So, yeah, like, I, I feel funny. like I feel like I look skinnier from... <laughs> You look great. You look like fantastic. Two days <laughs> not being able to keep any food down. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, today I feel better and I was actually able to eat. You look more. better. I could tell, and I talked to you, Adele. I could just tell like you just sounded like because we were going we there were a few times this week we were gonna record. And when we were gonna record, Adele's like, I mean, I can, like she just sounded awful and uh, we're like, well, it could be funny but we just we decided to not do that <laughs> I'm so thrilled because I'm going Stephen and I are going on Monday I'm so ready to get the shot um mom and Bob will go on Tuesday dad gets his second vaccination on Sunday so I'm just I am really thrilled that uh, Amanda's done so like our family is pretty yeah. much like we will all be vaccinated and I'm so thrilled I hope that means that I can actually see your little sweet face in person that would be come out to New Mexico for a visit. Yeah. 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 Maybe we can record live in the desert. We can get all kinds of oh, that'd be so cool. Um, yeah. Amanda returns to school to teach physically on the 15th. It'll be yes. that two week mark. So she's super yeah. stoked about being back in the classroom. In case you didn't know, she's a special ed teacher. Um, An amazing so special ed. That's off to all the teachers, though. I know yes. this has been very difficult teaching. I can't imagine. Well. You know, I um, I tried to teach kids at a very small Sunday school, and <laughs> I did that twice, and it was I remember awesome. that. And I just teachers. What are they called? The rainbow. You are killing it. I don't know how you yeah. do it. It um, you're definitely amazing humans and I can't imagine how horrible this year has not only been for you but for parents who send their kids to school because they're not teachers I, I can't even imagine yeah. how horrible it's been for everybody so um even though I know things aren't 100% better I'm just so thrilled that I feel like we are moving in the right direction and yeah. that is we're much better than we were this time last year for sure so we'll see the light 
Yeah, yes, we can see the light. So and hopefully that's not like a nuclear bomb or something. Hopefully it legit is right. Happy sunshine. We're just, you know, we're we're just yeah, we're just gonna say that we have survived this level. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. And uh, I do want to give a shout out too though to um, my niece Ruby. She's eight and uh Ruby. Thank you, Lisa, for uh, listening to the show. So apparently, when that you and I have a podcast, um, and she tried to Google it, but she didn't realize it's Stormy Willow. So she Googled uh, Sarah and Lily. <laughs> and Precious. I don't think we popped up. But I did find that there was somebody named Sarah Lily. So I think we might have to start following her. Well, Ruby, in, in a matter of no time, we will be verified, and that won't be a problem. You could just Google us, and we will we'll pop up. But we're so excited to have you as a listener, Ruby. You are one cool girl, and I'm just so honored that you listen to us. So yeah, thank you so very much. Ruby's killing it this week. <laughs> Ruby is killing it. Ruby's killing it every week. Let's just yeah, be real. Like, I want to be like Ruby. She's her eight years are more epic than my last 33 it's true yeah <laughs> I hate to admit it but it's true <laughs> so, you know you're getting old when you realize that like an eight-year-old is cooler than you <laughs> yeah Ruby is a cool kid for sure yeah sure. so cheers to Ruby. Hey, um, Ruby you probably shouldn't be listening to all of this stuff since we use naughty words but still Sorry, shout Lisa. out to you <laughs> shout out to you and the parts Lisa's like let me tell you who's not killing it these two, <laughs> these talk two like sailors <laughs> yeah it's not us uh, it's our family it's our parents fault it's it's yeah it's just it's, well, it's, it's a little Herman, bit Paul Herman's fault 100% yeah we're gonna blame grandpa yeah 100% but on that note I think it might be time to uh introduce you're gonna so introduce it Pearl it's, uh, you're looking excited it's coming up a storm <laughs> Girl, do you want to introduce the theme? So I don't have a clever way of doing it. Um, Amanda actually went to Lowe's before um, <laughs> sending me the... Hey, listeners out there, don't forget to give us some ideas. Like post it yeah, on our, on our um, Facebook or on our site. How, you know, if you have a really cool idea that a way we can introduce these themes... We need your help because obviously yeah. um, we don't. We're not very creative, so <laughs> we could really help. One hundred percent. Thought about this for the last day, and I could come up with nothing. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. have no idea how to introduce nothing. this. So now it's so even all you creative one. listeners out there. Stormy Willow needs your help. All right, are you ready? This is I don't a. Know. I don't this know. This is a fun one. Okay. Memorable wardrobe choices. Oh, memorable. Memorable. Wardrobe wardrobe choices choices where to begin I mean I mean we all saw my Easter outfit yeah like that vest but you know it was a classy vest I felt like you had the silk back yeah I mean what else could you want like you can make it fit it it wasn't a Monday through Friday work vest it was it was up a lot it was like a it was like a 90s something you would see on like family matters Kind Absolutely. of us. It yes. had like some Laura Chicago swag before I even lived I in Chicago. Laura Winslow would have worn that. But do you remember? Okay, you remember how the vests were the things? Do you remember the little um the little clamps that would go on the back? So like if your vest you know needed to be a little fitted, you could yeah. like clamp it, and it had it was like like a little scrunchie in the middle. I just I feel like you hipsters out there need to bring that back. Just I bet I bet it's already back. It's probably already been back out of fashion and back again. 
and I yeah. just, I don't know but yeah I do I love a good vest love a good I, vest. I think I like a good vest but I do not have the shoulders for a good vest it just makes my shoulders look even smaller than they actually are really so I guess if you have broad shoulders and you're looking for a way to maybe make them look a little less broad, you should rock the vest. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I think it's because I'm like a stocky Irish potato head. Like, I just don't have much of a neck. You know what's so funny? I'm stocky too. And I think it is 100% the Irish because, I mean, as you guys know, I'm an avid athlete, run a lot, kind of a big deal. And I'm always I mean, stocky. she's a like, podcaster. I'm athlete. a podcaster, an athlete. Like, it's a, a, a pillar of the um, community. Well, that... um well and I'm also an investigator now I don't know if you knew that um Stephen and I are killing it at solving crime oh I was like you started paranormal investigating and then I wish (laughs) (laughs) well and that too I mean but seriously um no we got that hunt a killer by the way just a side note it's so much fun so you know between investigations running my day job, which is a I'm a reader. I mean, it's just, it's a lot, but, um, but even though, like at my fittest, like when I'm running like 40 plus miles a week, I still am like a little stocky Irish person. Like, 100%. <laughs> like All these other runners are like, you know, like lanky and, you know, just, oh, look at me. And like little sticks is like, here I come, like get me a potato. Here I come. <laughs> you know, what's really funny is like just a, a confirmation of how Irish I actually do look. Um, my company is headquartered in London. So we do have, you know, a good mix of like Irish people there too. Oh, yeah. And um, I had to go there for some trainings and, and things like that. And uh, one of the other Americans who worked in my office, but I didn't know, like I had never met her. She was going to be my flatmate. Um, we finally met at the office and she was like, oh, I thought you were like one of them. Like, I didn't realize you were from America. One of them. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) You you look like them. I was like, thanks. (laughs) And I was like, like, you just kept acting like I was an idiot whenever I was in the UK. Because I think they thought I was from the UK, but I, like, didn't. I was like, what are notes? Oh, that's your cash. And, like, just just those little nuances of, like, I promise I'm poor and I'm not stupid. That is hilarious. Okay. That's so funny. I love it. I love an Irish person. I love an Irish person and like the Irish accent and, and British too. Like I, I'm a sucker. I'm that girl where I'm just like, oh, read Harry Potter to me. Let's get that for mom. I, yeah, I 100% get that for mom. I just, I, I love, I mean, I guess, well, hell, I probably have accents to half of you guys listening to me in America. Probably like, where is this girl from? No, you know, it's funny. Actually, uh, Emma, our friend in the UK. Hi, Emma. Hey, Emma. Emma's killing uh, it also. I'm across the pond. Um, she, uh, I think, re- like, reposted, like, the year that she was in the U.S. and you guys made her read Harry Potter, I think. Yes, it was, it was one of my, <laughs> listen, that was one of my most favorite Easter's, like, and I should have brought that up on the Easter story because it came up on Time Hop on Facebook, <laughs> and I, I was that asshole where I'm like, could you please, Could please? you read Harry Potter? I'm like, listen, Emma, when I come to visit you, I'll be more than happy to read To Kill a Mockingbird or whatever other stuff. Oh, that'll be, that'll be authentic. Yeah. You want. I was like, so, you know, if you could just do me the honor. And it was beautiful. It was wonderful. I, I could listen to Emma and Cara and all of our friends across the pond, like, talk all day long. Bono, he's not, I mean, we're friends. But you like the yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, do you ever watch, I know, a shout out to Dairy Girls. If you haven't watched that, you should. It is 
It is pretty funny. So freaking funny. Especially that one boy that goes to the all girls. I love him. And they won't let him use the bathroom. It's awesome. Well, and it's like, okay. He's British. He's the only (laughs) Brit. He just looks like a triple whammy. And everybody thinks he's gay, but he's not. I've watched that show, like, I don't know. There's only like one or two seasons. And I probably watched it like 10 times. And I just, all the characters on it. And let's talk about, I know we're talking about, we digress here. Let's we'll we get back to the actual. Come but on, let's face it. You guys just like to hear our banter anyway, right? You know, That's what I I'm going to tell myself. Exactly. Talking about that, though, like, I love it because it's like that 90s Ireland, like, cranberry scene you know and yeah, it's just, like alternative it's, it's just like all most of our memories come from that era and so it just I guess it's the nostalgia I like about it and it's kind of fun seeing in the context of Ireland <laughs> it's awesome and I never really thought of how like it's so funny because it's like a war toward Ireland and like you know with people like would come into their on their school buses and look for bombs and that's just a part of their everyday life like in the 90s you know you, and they were just like whatever and the poor um the poor guy from Britain is just like what the hell is happening and I'm like oh but I do um I do love a good school uniform and I also rocked that look and I loved it with the plaid skirt and the knee highs and the Mary Janes. I rocked no, and I don't think that was questionable. That was fashion on point. Was that influenced by the craft or Blair Warner? <laughs> Blair Warner, 100%. I knew it was I'm, Blair. I'm surprised you even had to ask. Because <laughs> the craft was also kind of making that style a little bit popular yeah. too, but right. I always thought it was Blair. You wanted to be, what are they, Eastland? Yes. Girl. Yes. Yes, Eastland Academy for girls. Yes, I have been tearing that up. That has been my new thing. I am, um, I'm obsessed with Murder She Wrote and The Facts of Life. I, oh, I, so you've, you've turned into mom. I am really now. You're going to start watching mom. Midsummer Murder. That is actually next on my list. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. But I love the the schoolgirl look, and I, you know, I felt like a badass when I I did that because it's like you know I had the Blair Warner on top, but like my Doc Martin Mary Jane's kind of made me a badass like the craft, if you will. So it was kind uh, of a double. A it's like, I want to be a badass, but I want to be preppy too. So I feel like, like I was, want to be a schoolgirl raging against being a schoolgirl. Absolutely. But I go to public schools. <laughs> yes. And speaking of one of public school, so I, I think we had talked about, uh, well, I got kicked out of Christian school, so it broke mom's heart. She never wanted us to, you know, be heathen and, in uh, public why school. Exactly? We kept breaking the I, I remember certain out, a certain accessory that uh, was inspired by not the Madonna, but a Madonna that I think oh you got in trouble for. Well, that got me kicked out of Sunday school and Wednesday school. That didn't get, get me kicked out of Christian school. But I had to go to public school. And my very first, I'll get to that story, but my very first public school experience, I come home and I start packing up everything. And mom's like, what are you doing? What's happening? And I'm like, mom, these kids, they wear jogging pants and tennis shoes. They're poor. I'm devastated. (laughs) Absolutely devastated. And so mom had to have a conversation with me like, you know, Sarah, most kids that are five and six, they don't really wear suits or bras or things like that like that you wear they wear to the yeah where did you find a bra for a five-year-old belk and if you've never heard of belk my friends it is a southern treasure it is the department store and it's so funny because it's belk b-e-l-k but if you're from these parts you say belks like it has an s but there's no s but it's belks but they have everything 
And so I just, I really wanted a bra at five. And so like I would wear my bra and my business suit and head on to custom. Go into the office. Yes. And so I got kicked out of Christian school for cussing. And then I was suspended, if you will, from, so we were putting on a play, a Christmas play at the church where I went to school. And um, they were talking about Madonna. Well, you know, Mary, the mother Mary. So obviously when you say Madonna, then you say the Madonna. I'm like, the material girl. And of course, like the Virgin Mary, I'm like, what? I was like, I'm thinking like a virgin, Madonna. Yeah. And so I did this number with my shirt, you know, like where you do like that. Like oh, you yeah. took it in like a bra and rolled around the church auditorium being like, like a virgin. And I'm like <laughs> six years old. And I'm like, I'm like, that's what I think we should sing. And they're like, out, out. Like, get out of here. I cover all the topics. I cover like, Madonna. I like, didn't understand. I'm like, Madonna would not wear something over her head like that and be dressed in like a bed sheet. What, what <laughs> is this? <laughs> I was very upset and I was very vocal. So not you only like by the age of Very six, offended for. I was very yeah. fashion offended. I was like, I, this is not the Madonna I know. But I was, um, yeah, so like at the age of six, I was already kicked out of Christian school and banned from that Christmas um, pageant and kind of had to have some supervision um, when I went to to little kids school because I guess most kids that age didn't understand the Madonna that I worshipped <laughs> at the time. They did not play. They did not even I did not play. You were probably chanted out. I'm sure it's all the sorts of shit you pulled before. Yeah, like poor Adele, like she really didn't even get a chance. Like he pretty That's much. Fine. I don't think I would have done well there either. No, after they got through with me, I think he went there for daycare to the infant for like maybe two I hours. I farted in the microphone when I was being, um, whatever, like presented to the church as a baby. So I think I was already off to a bad start. Yeah. So then off to um, hanging out with Papa Herman, we went. Yeah. And you want to talk about some fashion? So Let's talk about some fashion forward, Papa. Oh, yeah. Okay. So back in the day before we knew him, apparently he was this very snazzy, like, gambler dresser, which is so funny to see pictures because, I mean, me, Al, talk about a good looking, like, Irishman. Very. Grandma Lou, too. They were a very stylish couple. Very sharp couple. Very attractive couple. But the Paul Paul we knew wore pants that would constantly fall off of him without a belt and a Frito Lay work shirt that had our dad's name on it, Tim, or his friend Danny's name on it. Yeah. And these big old glasses, like nerd glasses, that are pretty much popular today. Yeah, they're the, they're like tortoise shell. Yes. Big old glasses. So Papa was basically the first hip hipster and he wore the little slat on shoes with no socks and like rolled his pants. Yeah, yeah he like cuffed his khakis. So he kind of had like chinos that are like yeah, kind of high. Like, Papa yeah, he would man. fit in right now. Like, like if you saw him now, you'd be like, that man is killing it. Even like my latest haircut, she like left it kind of, I don't know, she did something cool on the sides and I was like, I think Grandpa used to have You're something like, like that. Papa got that done too. I was he like, was shut up. His hair was cool too. He was the cutest little thing. Dang, he was adorable. But yeah, and then, oh, cool. and then he had like these badass tattoo sleeves. And oh, so yeah, from 
Korea. from the war. Yeah. So he, so the story goes that he got really drunk and he passed out and all of his war buddies took him to get tattooed and he had no idea. So when he woke up, they he, they told him he had been in a wreck and that he was yeah, like a Jeep accident or something. Yes. That's also so, why he never liked to drive. Yes. And so when he unwrapped everything, he had all of these like anchor tattoos, tattoos of, like naked mermaids. Yeah. He had some <laughs> on his chest too. And he like, was covered. Arm. Like Papa had like full sleeves. So yeah. he was he was pretty freaking awesome. So I think somebody saw Papa and like that that is that's the look. Yeah. But that's how I always remember him. So when my dad tells stories about him or I see pictures of him in a suit and stuff, I'm just like, What? Like he was this guy. Yeah. It's not Paul. Like he looks like he's like the mob or the Irish mob. But he didn't yeah. look like that when we, we in our lifetime. But, but even was, then, though, like when everybody was wearing suits, like you can tell his suits, even in black and white, were like really cool patterns and stuff. Yes. Like he always had like a flare. Totally. And then Grandma always, Dad said, um, the Grandma style that we knew was always a jogging suit and um, matching flip-flops from the family dollar this was after she died the first time <laughs> right <laughs> i do you want to explain that no <laughs> i'm just gonna let that sit right there and okay. maybe that'll be another story so you guys have to keep listening <laughs> yeah so but prior to that she i mean whoa mama she looked amazing and dad said that she had like a person that would bring these dresses to the house and stuff for her and and i just as a woman i just respect her so much and and grandma margaret um our mom's mom as well because these are women that came from a very small southern community and grandma margaret worked in a mill as a single mom rode so grandma, grandma margaret is mom's mom right uh grandma lou and grandpa yeah. herman are dad's parents right and then grandma lou is a business executive at a at like a fabric mill oh, yeah like spring made and yeah. it's just they were really paving away in a time where women did not do those things and grandpa had been really sick and so he actually stayed home with the kids he was like the whole bar and grandma was the breadwinner so I mean you imagine like during the 50s and 60s what that was you know and they were just truly awesome you know I can't remember the kid's name but I thought this was so badass I wish I could remember but it's like I think in school we had to do like a family tree or like tell about like your family heritage or something I don't remember why but he was talking about his grandma and I think it was his dad's mom. And he was like, no, she just never got married. She's not a widow. She just had my dad by herself in like the fifties, sixties. And was like, I'm not getting married. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. Like, you I just never that. hear about that. And you just think about, I was watching the facts of life today, as I mentioned earlier. And you just think about how, like, I know that we still have ways to go. I, I'm not saying that we don't. We absolutely do. And Adele and I are huge advocates for pushing forward. But um, but even, like, watching 
facts of life from the 80s some of the things like you know with 2d she went to 2d and Emily went to visit like her um her uh her aunt or someone and she was married to a white guy and they were just, like even then in the 80s it was a big deal that they were an interracial couple you know and so I'm just when I see things like that and I see where we are today I'm like maybe there is hope that we are pushing forward and move, making some changes not that we still don't have strides to go but um and just little things like that too like you know these girls go to the school and they're like oh you're gonna make I've got to marry rich I've got to do this it's like there's no focus on like I can be successful on my own without being married so we're 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 getting there we're getting their world we're getting there keep pushing keep striving yeah back to fashion do you have have something I've got a ton uh, oh my god I think we have so many stories about fashion like I almost don't even know where to start um I do remember I'm just gonna start because I'm gonna try to I guess start with like my earlier memories and then get up to like my later ones okay um I haven't thought about this in years but uh do you remember the Carolina Pottery like mall it had like yeah, was it Hamrick was that the clothing Hamricks, yes there still is a Hamrick's they and I remember this badass jogging like windbreaker that I got it was like electric <gasps> blue yeah yes. I freaking love that thing and it was like so... when you would walk it'd be like <laughs> yeah it was it was the coolest thing it was, it was like badass. a matching jacket and pants and I feel like a lot of the kids I went to school with at that time we all just had a bunch of cool like windbreakers and I, I'm noticing at least the jacket kind of coming back Oh, I've seen a few hipsters wearing like the windbreaker, the windbreaker jacket. I got so excited there, I, I jumbled the word. But yeah. I mean, a good windbreaker, absolutely. And yeah. Umbros is making me <gasps> come back. I've I've been seeing that in Target. And you remember, like you had like I, mean, well, I, I had some Umbros. I had no idea what that was. It's like, how do you not know Umbros? Somebody doesn't know Umbros. Amanda, she did not know Umbros, and I was like, how are we together? I'm really questioning our relationship now. What? <laughs> She I had never heard of never that. had Umbros. What? She never even heard of the brand. I Some can't. people just weren't fashionable, I guess. I guess not. I remember my, <laughs> favorite, my first pair of Umbros I got at the sports shop in Fort Mill on Main Street. And one oh, leg. I used to get was, my cards there. Yes. One leg was like a hot pink and the other leg was like this teal. And yeah, I just felt cool. like, and I would wear like really tight bicycle shorts underneath them because, you know, the Umbro kind of had a little opening. And I just felt like I, I'm living, like I'm living my best life. This is the sport yeah. Is that is that kind of like what Patty Mayonnaise would wear? I feel like there was some. No, I, she always wore the same little dress with the flowers. Dress. Oh, I'm thinking of Jane from Daria, and it was not. Yeah. Those. It was like the cool combat boots. That's a whole yes. other era of cool style. That's one of my favorite eras, and we will get there. That to me is the yes. best. I love a good Doc Martin. With a like, Doc Martin boot anything. never goes out of style. Let's just be with real. Anything. You can wear a Doc Martin boot with anything. And like Doc now Martin, they make if you would like to sponsor boot. us. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we were born to market Doc Martins, especially now they make ones and stuff. 100%. We don't have to get leather. We love you, Doc Martin. hundred percent. You're killing it. Um, so speaking of like, you know, what's obviously we're hundred percent loving that nineties fashion. I remember being so, okay, we went to a mall called Carolina Place. It was a big deal at the time because was, when we were little kids. I mean, it was, it, it was the mall for the Carolinas. It was, yeah, Carolina, it was Carolina Place. Place. Let's just be real. 
like when it opened it rocked my world I was like I can't like what all these cool stores that was the year I think you anamorphed into a mall rat I did (laughs) it it changed me it absolutely changed me you know when you go from shopping at Belk's and then all of a sudden you have like this mall with like journey selling the limited the limited two but do you remember I'm gonna really take you back do you remember the merry-go-round I do I remember we bought dad some shorts for like <laughs> Father's Day or his birthday. From and the merry-go-round? Like, yeah, no, this is the best part. But like this super flamboyant guy who had awesome like blonde tipped, like the frosted tips. He was like, ooh, a big man when he was like folding up dad's shorts. And mom I was like, remember that. yeah, he is big. <laughs> like, yeah, he is. So, I forgot all about that. Um. So I remember, and this is actually kind of, this is kind of a tragedy as well, guys. It's a tragedy. So there's a lesson here. So Uh where are we going with this? I was, you'll remember, because I was devastated for a while. Are you talking, it's going to be the Journeys Boys and the cookie guy? No. Not the the cute cookie boy? No. So this is going to be my red leather peacoat. You remember that? Oh, you did not have that very long, did you? Well, this is why. So I wanted this red pleather coat so bad. Like it was like, it just embraced all things 90s and wonderful. And it was a little like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, your normal like limited two sweater with like the matching little um leggings. It was, it was like, oh, this is like, this is awesome. You know, this is like me trying to find my fashion. I it was, coat. It oh, was cool. pretty edgy. It was, it was very edgy. It's like very alternative. Very much so. I loved it. And so I remember wearing it to middle school and I was just so proud and the little popular girls made fun of me and started laughing at me and I could hear them talking about me like oh yeah I wish I was Sarah wearing that stupid jacket and I literally started crying and balled it up and threw it in my locker and never wore it again. What were your names? Do not freaking make fun of people. People need to embrace who they are and lesson to me that was the very beginning of me basically turning into what the world wanted me to be instead of who I wanted to be. And I'm going to tell you something, kids and adults, if you're listening, um, don't go down that path because it's a very, very long time to get back to me. Don't do it. If you like it, wear it and wear it proud. So that was like my fashion trauma. It broke my heart. It made me, I I cried for days and I'm like, I just don't want my limited two sweater that's navy blue, white and um, green, like all the other girls. I'm wearing my red pleather. Don't be that person, guys. Embrace who you are. At the same token, though, be aware of what looks good on you and don't be like me and try to wear something just like whatever. I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Like me wearing this. Like me wearing this Dustin t-shirt from Stranger Things for the second time we're recording. <laughs> like around, well, no, it was around that same time period where like plaid pants were really popular. Like the mm. big, the big thick plaid pants and like, you know, like no doubt was wearing all that stuff. Yes. Like, it was like, like kind of like the, the British like invasion kind of thing. I love that. Like, it was like a spice I'm just going to Oasis videos. Yeah. yeah. So I got some freaking plaid pants, but I was like. I don't know, 10 or 11, not very tall. They're definitely way too long for me. And then I was like, oh man, I look so cool in these pants. I look like I should be in like a music video or something. 100%. And I had like my uh, Austin Powers kind of glasses with like the yellow. They were like yeah, the sunglasses. <laughs> I was like, I look so cool. And then I like walk into school and everybody's like, why are you wearing pajamas? 
was like, these are pajamas. These are super stylish. These are tailored plaid pants, you piece of garbage. Oh my God. I was just like, what? Like, do you guys not see people wearing plaid pants? Apparently not. They didn't know. They just didn't. They didn't know. I have one of my favorite outfits. This is, um, this is before I really cared about what people thought. Um, and the Palazzo pant. I remember we, speaking of our British friends um, right now, I remember we were going to get Cara, who is our foreign exchange student, who is so amazing. Hey, Cara, if you're looking. Hey, um, and I had to have the perfect outfit to wear, you know, and I had the black and white pinstripe outfit. It was like the Palazzo big pants. I remember and that. Vest. It was like a vest, yet a tank top, you know. It was pretty yeah. badass. I felt pretty cool in that. That was really awesome. I, I, used to, I used to love my uh, camouflage jacket. Yeah. I would always wear some I jeans and some chucks. Cool. Yes. Yes. Like I that. Love I loved it. I loved all the pockets and compartments. And I just, I felt very cool in that jacket. You were very cool in that jacket. That was a really cool jacket. I loved yeah. it. It was like straight up from like the Army Navy store too. It wasn't like. It was like yeah, like, it was like authentic. It was like somebody's Army jacket. And it was back when the camouflage was really cool. It wasn't the yeah. jeans there's there's different ways to do some camo let's just be real that's, <laughs> yeah, there a, is. that's a fine line <laughs> that is a very very fine line <laughs> uh, it goes from alternative to country like, in real whoa life. like no i remember one time Steve, um Stephen and i were somewhere and there's a girl that was going to prom and she had a camo prom dress we, we went oh yeah I mean, she owned it, so I'm like, get it, girl, you know? Yeah. I, I never make fun of someone's fashion because I know what that feels like to be laughed at. So I'm thinking if you're owning it and you feel good, you get it with your bad self. That's the thing, though, right? Like, you can tell if people are confident and comfortable in what they're wearing. Yes. And when they're not, it just won't work. It doesn't matter what they're wearing. You can very just true. tell it. Kind of like me, anytime I was forced to wear a dress. <laughs> Yeah, I you look very uncomfortable. Look like a drag queen. Like I don't look natural or comfortable in you dress. You never did. It's the most uncomfortable, awkward-looking thing you've ever. I seen. mean, that would be like me in a suit. It just doesn't work. Yeah, got to be true to yourself. So if you're out there listening and you're scared to try something, but or you like how you look in something, but other people make fun of you, own it. That yeah. I think confidence is the most beautiful accessory. What did they say? Your hair has to look good. Your shoes have to look good. Yeah. And then I think the missing thing in between is actually your confidence, not even what you're Absolutely. Wearing. Absolutely. And I just, um, I don't know. I, I, I've learned a lot. I mean, when I was before middle school, I didn't give a crap. I mean, I, I wore what I wanted to wear and there were some outfits. I'm like, whoa, Sarah, but I owned <laughs> it. I did not care. But I think then when I started getting self-conscious and I really worried about what other people thought about me or they made me cry is when you could just, you know, and you still see it today um, with kids and not even with kids, with adults too, or, you know, like somebody's made fun of something or made fun of them and they just don't carry themselves as confident. And it really sucks. You you know, we were, we were watching uh, Pretty in Pink the other day and I was like, you're so mean to her about not having money. Like what? Right. Like, like she's speaking cool of, thing. And speaking just of like, Blair Warner, oh yeah, it all goes back to Molly Ringwald. <laughs> it all, yeah, because that, she, hello, she was Molly in the Facts of Life. But yeah. um, it's so true, and I'm sorry, but I think if I went to that high school, I would much rather hang out with Ducky than Blaine. Let's just be real. Oh come Blaine. on, Ducky is thinking? so cool. Like Ducky is so. Thinking? 
And I always liked Amy Potts in that movie too. It's like you work at this kick-ass record store. Like these are my people, a hundred percent. She is like the hottest girl of the movie to me. Amy like, Potts. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that owns the record store. Yeah. Oh my she's god. So cool. I love what is her. her. Na- what is her name in the movie? Crap, I don't remember. I don't either. But um, she is killing it's, it's, it. It's something that's kind of similar to like Becky or. Yeah, but she, if I any, loved her little store. I loved her, like, just. And she had an accent that made me think of, like, Cindy Lauper. Oh. Just kind of the way she talks a little bit. Oh, yeah. I love Cindy Lauper. Oh, she's the coolest. I love her. And her amazing. She's my favorite character in the movie. She's an amazing Bucky. character. And, I mean, it's just, it kind of like, do you remember, um, do you remember Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Also, going back to Facts yeah, of Life, I, I don't did think you know I've seen that since I was a kid? Did you know that Helen Hunt was in an episode of Facts of Life? She no. was, and she got expelled for getting high. Helen. <laughs> oh, but I love that movie too because you know jo- um, the Lawrence brother. I don't. Is it Joey that's in there? Joey is the oldest. The oldest Lawrence brother was I, in there. You know, it's so funny. Like, obviously, I didn't like follow the Lawrence brothers but me either we were watching Mrs. Doubtfire Whoa. and yeah that's chick, one of the kids. and the hot chick the other day and I was like oh yeah I think that's Matt or something and Amanda's like I was like what is, is Joey Matt and Andy right and she's like how do you know the Lawrence brothers and like the age difference I was like, like I had no idea <laughs> Amanda or did you say to Amanda did you say whoa no but um I really like that movie too because Helen Hunt like is really fashion forward as well in that movie and it's really awesome but like you know the Joey gets you know beat down his dad works for a factory that the little rich kid's dad owns and so they try to like make him not be in the dance competition because you know it makes Natalie look bad (laughs) same story but I I love some 80s fashion I'm just gonna be real I I dig it. Obviously, I'm doing the side shoulder thing in my t-shirt. I love some 80s fashion. I think it's the best. And I love some 90s yeah, fashion. Yeah, I, I, I think I lean 90s, um, yeah. especially like the early 90s, like grunge kind of look. Yes. Well, then I feel like in the 2000s, you just kind of get lost. I was like, there's just nothing that, that's yeah. just like, oh, that's so 2000. I'm starting to notice that there is a look like there that. Is. You're um, right. This you are right, because when I was watching Degrassi, when I was on that binge, you could tell it was early 2000s. Yeah, like, we watched Can't Hardly Wait again, which, honestly, like, that, who's the, the red-headed chick, um, she's the only realistic girl character to me out of any of those teen shows. I was like, that was me. People didn't know I went to school with them. <laughs> like, I can connect, yes. <laughs> I understand her. Um, but yeah, like, some of the stuff he's wearing with, like, the, uh, the velvet, like, jacket, that's kind of like big and like yes. a bigger baggy or like blue jeans and like yeah, a, you know what you're, you're I was like that is so 2000s that's like you're so my me- sister was in high school yes like um Paige from Degrassi you remember when you would wear like the jeans not the fitted jeans but like you know like kind of the baggier jeans and then you would wear like the, the nice suit jacket or like a, a oh, fun yeah. little sparkly scarf so yeah you're right yeah. you're definitely Absolutely. right um I also remember I think this was 90s where you would do this thing with the front of your hair where like you would like twist on this like a oh yeah with those little clips little butterfly clips that was yeah. a real cute look on me I did that for prom and, and you had to have like all sorts of sparkles like your whole oh, body yeah. had to be covered in glitter just, yes 
I basically went with that look for prom and I ended up looking like Evil Lynn from He Man Masters of the Universe. You remember that? <laughs> I forgot I about did. that. I look like straight up. <laughs> Which so now I'm like, on her. now I'm like, that was a pretty badass look to rock. Too bad I went with a yellow free fru dress. I should have gone with like body armor. <laughs> the best thing is also, you know, like digital cameras weren't exactly the thing that didn't like autocorrect. So you always had like crazy red eye. <laughs> oh, oh, and also speaking of, I'm sorry guys, I think our pizza is here. So, you know, Herman and Shelby are just super thrilled. Um, so also I remember the over tweezed eyebrows. Like I go back and look at my eyebrows, buddy, and it is just like permanent resting bitch face of the eyebrow. Oh, yeah. It's oh just... that, that picture you posted of you in the tracker with your tiny tweezed eyebrows. Guys, if you haven't seen it, it's on Instagram and Facebook. It's great. I remember the first time Amanda saw that picture, she was like, Oh my god, your sister looks like such a bitch, but she's so nice. It was like it's the eyebrows. It's the so mean during that time period. It's like that was me smiling. I was making a nice face. I was like, she's literally just like reading something. Like what? Like hey, (laughs) but it just it looked like. I mean, it. I look like Parker Posey, and like when she is in um. Oh, what is that movie in the seventies? I completely went blank. Oh my gosh, where they hit each other with the paddles. Hit each other with paddles. Oh my gosh, what is it? What is it? Um, all right, all right, all right. Name oh. that movie. Oh. Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Add that, I want yeah. like a Parker Posey like asshole. Okay. Yeah. And I wasn't at all. I was just, it was the eyebrows. Like it, they just had to be like, I have a friend whose oh, eyebrows like never grew back. And so she has to like draw them on now. See, I never did anything with my eyebrows. I still don't. And it's still, they still have like bald spots and <laughs> I just leave them alone. Speaking of fashion trends, I remember in middle school, the fad was for boys to shave their eyebrows. And if you've ever seen somebody without eyebrows, it's a very awesome oh, word. You mean like the Nick? Not, like no, not, not the vanilla ice. I'm talking like shave them all off. Because I'm not going to lie. Some people with like the little Nick in their eyebrow, sometimes I'm like, that looks kind of cool. Like our cousin? Like I wouldn't be able to do it, but some other people I'm like, yeah, Dwayne rocked the vanilla ice 100%. Oh, yeah, he it down totally like did. his. I so our cousin Dwayne, um, he was awesome. Like, he would, I mean, he's still alive, so he is awesome, but <laughs> he's, back still in, awesome. he's still here, he's still here, everybody. But back in the day, he loved vanilla ice and, and he was obsessed with Tupac, yes. So he got but, credit for liking, he really liked Tupac, it, like, he likes true rap, <laughs> yes. And but he really nailed the vanilla ice style like the hair and then when he did his eyebrows I mean he is a handsome fella like he looks like Jude Law really um yeah he does but he, but he really does look whole, like Jude like, Law kind of style and too and, like a, he doesn't have a Jude Law vibe if you will yeah. <laughs> I mean he may now I don't know but I remember when he did his hair like frosted it and did his eyebrows I was like you look pretty awesome Dwayne like you look cool <laughs> yeah not everybody could do that, but he did. He it. would always like he would never smile in pictures even back then. He would be like, yeah, like yeah, he rocked it though. So he was cool, cool kid. Yeah, he owned it. He was too cool for school. For yeah, sure. he's <laughs> like, too smart for school too. Honestly, he's and like a genius. Really artistic too. He got like all that stuff on mom's side of the family. Like they he's can just all a natural talent. Play guitars and pianos and sing. They can do it all. We can't do jack shit. Like mm-hmm. it's a woman we can walk. Well, that's not true. Adele is more talented than she um, acts. 
she is 100% talented. I'm the one that's like, oh, like this girl's just here for comic relief, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm like, like, I always hate icebreakers, just like, what's your hidden talent? And I'm like, I have a podcast now. You just have to embellish it like I do. It's like, I run a few miles, I'm like, I'm, I'm an average runner, but then I'm like, I'm pretty much an athlete, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, take it up a few notches, and they'll never know. Or they do know, and like, hey, well, you know. Like, okay, you're full of crap. <laughs> Oh, you don't know me for my fashion? Hello. Yeah, like, hi. I'm a fashionista. I'm a, I am a fashionista, 100%. Podcast I used to live for um fashion, and I mean, you really I did. Was, you were obsessed with like Cosmo Girl. Yes. And now that I'm older, I just, don't really, I just don't really care anymore. Mom and dad are like, well, this would have been nice to have had, you know, when we had you. <laughs> we had to close you and something new every day. And now I'm wearing t-shirts, which dad's like, I never thought I'd see you in a t-shirt. <laughs> I remember that, going uh, shopping with dad. Did I already tell the story about shopping with them for my birthday? Oh, that was a good one. You should probably tell it again. If I, I already said it. It, it. It's worth a repeat. Yeah, so... You know, I was in high school and wanted to go shopping for some clothes for school. And my birthday always fell like the week before school started. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, let's get like some new, new year, new me. Hey, chill out. Amanda got home. So she's like, I was about to say, so Amanda excited. She's like shaking. With she's like, oh, my real mom. I'm not with you anymore. Anyway, um, so I was like, yeah, I want to go to like Banana Republic and like Gap and stuff and get some like nice outfits. Yes. And you know, so mom's like, well, why don't you go shopping with your dad? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so where do we go first? J. Crew. He, I was like, oh, these are really nice pants. He's like, these are like over $200. No. Like, absolutely not. I was like, okay, uh, let's go to guess. You know, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so much cheaper. And he's like, he's like looking at all the stuff. And then uh, he grabs like this extra, extra large yellow t-shirt in the men's section. <laughs> That's on clearance. It says like guess and has the logo. And he was like, he holds it up to me. And he's like, what no. I was like, are you serious right now? And I was like, no, let's just get out of here. Let's go to the gap. And then he was still bitching about the gap. And I was like, you know what? Just forget it. Just take me home. I want to go shopping with mom. <laughs> Dad never he, taken. He held up a yellow shirt. Dad is 6'3 and like double my size. He, I'm like five three he's like I'm like dad do you 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 could wear this comfortably like you really want me to wear this to school <laughs> like you really <laughs> think this would look good on a 14 year old girl <laughs> that's hilarious dad's never I think ever even taken me shopping he's just like here's a check like I, I just yeah I yeah good call girl, just, sorry just flip it out but yeah, he's never taking me shopping. It's probably a good thing. But I'm going to tell you, he's a little fashionista or his dad, especially now that he's moved to Florida. Oh, he is yes. just, and he has totally embraced being a Floridian, 100%. And so yeah. like, I feel like a piece of garbage when I go visit him. It was, I mean, he always, like, when I went to visit him last time, he was like, you need to get your eyebrows done. I'm like, oh my God, dad. Like, hey, what the heck? It's like you didn't go see my um I, I had like I bought these um nail strips like the sticker the stickers that are so popular like I gave myself a pedicure he's like and I thought they looked so cute and he's like what's the last time you got your feet did you need to go see my guy and I was like 
holy shit, dad. Like, you're just like tearing me down here. Yeah, <laughs> like he gets his eyebrows threaded. He gets a mani-pedi. <laughs> He's very, dad is a very beautiful man. He really is. And he, um, he definitely takes really good care of himself and he doesn't mind putting in the time. So he is, he's a hard one to live up to for sure. Yeah. Um, it's still one of my favorite things, but we're, we, we like said something on Facebook to him about how he was like a diva and I didn't know he even knew what gifts were. And he did like a gif and it's like this drag queen, like, like like hand like diva or something i was like how the hell does he even know what this is he always shocks the hell out of me like i swear sometimes he i think he watches rupaul's drag race and i've had a conversation with him about it i was like how do you know that's a thing that is hilarious i think we're so fortunate that mom and dad are our mom and dad because you know some people like like you and amanda me and steven it's like Steven is the laid back one. I'm a little more high strung. We kind of balance each other out. Mom and dad are both complete, amazing, dramatic, over the top, larger than life, power individuals. And then you put them together and it's like, no wonder the marriage didn't make it. Like you have these two like amazing, larger than life people together as a couple. And it's like, you guys are just the stage, the stage was not big enough for the stage people. was not big enough because neither one of them was going to be a co-star like it was no. not going to happen and they just they're so fun and I just I love them so much and I just love how funny they both are like they, sometimes they don't mean to be funny um but they are they're just such I don't know they're both to me like larger than life and you know, sometimes you get older and you see your parents in a different light. I'm like, my mom and dad are still both just like larger than life to me, even though I'm almost 40. It's crazy. Yeah. I think they're both just really cool. And I think about where I, where, where they were at my age and I feel like a complete 100% loser. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure enough to have kids. My God, I'm only going to be 39. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, and I just look at what all they accomplished in such a short amount of time and I'm like, damn it <laughs> yeah I know I'm just like way to set the bar guys way to set the bar life. <laughs> yeah I love how they're always like you have to go to college and stuff and I'm like well I did but you still like, accomplish a lot more than me <laughs> no freaking kidding like they are um they're just a cool they're just cool and I'm really I'm really thankful that they're our parents I think they're freaking awesome and I think that Tim and Sandy are killing it yeah they're killing life a hundred percent and they're just really cool and so like this podcast is just you know even even if we only have two listeners or whatever this is a way that we can um kind of just share these stories too you know since Adele and I probably aren't gonna have any kids and I don't think the dogs are gonna tell our stories so this is kind of like our living like tribute to them well that's our thing you like to tell your dog stories we tell everybody else's stories that's right well speaking of fashion let's talk about mom and dad in the 70s those two cats were killing it too. Mom with her Farrah Fawcett hair and mm. dad, I mean, I guess dad with his Farrah Fawcett hair too. <laughs> dad, <laughs> dad has definitely, I think, been on trend the most. 100%. With like, he had like the rat tail that he would make you put in a little ponytail. It's like, dad, <laughs> for, like, a minute. rat tail is like that little. I can't even get a rubber band around it. Yeah, and uh, you can definitely tell the parts of the 80s where, like, the whole, like, new romantic, like, country style was influenced. What do you call that necktie? It's just like a little... Oh, crap. What are they called? Uh, 
Is that right? Are they? It's an urban cowboyish, if you will. Yeah. But like Dad rocked that. Um, they're just really cool people. Yeah. And he used to have a goatee for the longest time, and then for a little while he had a mustache. Dad, Dad can wear a beard very well. Yeah, it's a bolo tie. Okay, that's what it is. I always loved Dad's beard. I mean, it was like the George Michael fade kind of beard. He never had like the nasty beard that looked like pubes on his He face. never went through that weird, awkward face. And it was just I've seen more that like manicured. Yes, like, and not me personally, but like just watching what Stevens had to go through to get his beard looking like this. It's really hard for most men. And Dad, I don't ever remember him having that phase where it was like, oh, but like his beard, like it was. I love a George Michael face. He just grew, like, perfectly, and he didn't have, like, a weird, like... It just wasn't weird. Uh, was you know how, beautiful. like, some guys or people, people with beards, That's have, true. like, a really high, like, um, I don't know, like, it goes really high on their cheeks, or just, it just like, patchy. Like, yes. his was always, like, perfect. Like, perfect. it looked like a movie makeup person gave him a face. Absolutely. And, like, and he also, like, living in a house with three girls, and then him... He, we would come back like red as lobsters from the beach, and he like gets this golden like goddess tan. It's like Tammy, like you know, we're all blisters and blood. We're just like oh, like we're really showing our Irish because we're like, ah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I love how Dad, like we're we're the Collins family. I got like super like like Irish stuff going on genetically. And dad, he is just kissed by a little bit of Navajo or Cherokee or whatever, like the, the little tiny bit of Native American in there. And he does not burn. He just gets instantly like dark. Yeah, all year round. I've never seen him sunburn ever. Just perfect skin. I'm like, dad, this is really not cool. Like, and he didn't even start really turning gray until like his 50s. I'm like, and then it was only like right at the temples. It's like he meant to do it. Like, oh, this is where I need the gray. Oh, yeah, the salt and pepper. Like, a touch. Such a beautiful man. Such a beautiful man. And mom is such a beautiful lady. Like, we just, they're just everything, really. I mean, honestly, they should just have this podcast. That also, he's like not hairy. I know like, I have hairier arms. Skin. I have like hairier arms than dad. I'm like I so I get the worst. So I get like the Irish like red splotchiness, the beer gut, the love of potatoes, and yeah, then like my Navajo is like the jet black hairy arms. <laughs> I just have like I have like I just have no hair. Like I look like I don't have <laughs> eyebrows. I look like those guys from the '90s that shaved their eyebrows. You're like, like I I'm meant to. You're like, I'm meant to bring back powder, okay? Like, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm meant to do this. <laughs> you know what you should do, Adele? And I think you should totally post it on our website. I think you need to get Amanda to do your eyebrows. Like, you know how they have like, the eyebrow kit? Like, real dramatic. And oh, post it. You just, I challenge just, you. Like, like shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ch- that is your challenge. I want you to do that. Okay. That would be hilarious. Because I remember I went for a facial. I treated myself to a facial, and that was like a complimentary thing they did. Was like that they drew on your eyebrows, and it was intense. I was like, <laughs> like I already have like a lot of eyebrows happening, but it was just I. It, it was it was a lot. No, it was more like Eugene Levy. <laughs> it was, and so I, I really I like I think that would be a good look for you to try and, and post. I'll give it a go. 100%. It's going to be really dramatic. 
Are there any other like fashion faux pas? I mean, I think like a lot of my stuff is the accessories more so. It's like I didn't know how to make an actual outfit work. So it'd be like, oh, I like those pants, but I like this shirt. And like, they don't go together at all. And then I'd throw like some sort of crazy colorful like sunglasses in there. Or the sailor hats with the jewels. Oh, God. Why with did the windbreaker. do that? Why did she let my you? mom dress me? It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And she took me to the playground. She took me to my school playground. Made me like take pictures on the play equipment. And dress like a little sailor with jewels, a like, a, like we oh need to find we, Adele. We've got to find that picture and we got to post it on the website because I guarantee you nobody's dressed like this before. <laughs> it was it was uh, fashion. No, right. they didn't. Like, like I'm so confused. Like, are you a sailor? Are you on Broadway? Or are you like going to go run on the track? <laughs> I think that is the perfect description of like my mom, like mom's argument with my style, where I'm like. No, like I like men's fashion. I still like men's wear, but as a child, you don't have men's wear inspired fashion, or I don't know. And also, hey, I still, I still freaking hate that about um, the clothing world. I'm like, why can't you just go to the store and buy pants? Why does it have to be men's? I have to say, I agree. I freaking hate it. I, I uh, love androgynous fox. I've started shopping there. It's like and gender neutral world. Hey, androgynous fox. Sorry, are you looking for gender free world. Sorry, Stop gender free world. Is your person. Yeah, seriously. Like I love these uh, pop like pop up places. Even even just like yeah. five or ten years ago, even whenever I first moved to Chicago, I was like, surely I'll be able to find a lot more androgynous clothes here. And, yeah. I couldn't. and then really? now now there's so many sites and stuff. I and love it. Popped up. Well, I remember even when you got married like finding it like a suit that wasn't made for a man it was tailored for you and it wasn't like a woman's you know it wasn't like a feminine woman's like suit with a flare and you know what I think and I'm just gonna throw this out there I I know we always say oh we're just this funny podcast but in all actuality I think it's really cool how you know how it's always been especially for babies and children and even for men and women it's like men's wear women's wear girl boy like, why can't there be, I mean, like, we all wear pants, we all wear shirts, like, what, what, where's that happening? I don't even wear, who cares? And I have to say, like, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna have children, probably, but, like, I really love the, like, the whole, like, gender reveal, like, I'm not, if you've done that, hey, yay, like, there would have been a time I probably would have done it to you, but what about just letting your child figure out who they are and keeping things neutral, you know, and let that child yeah. not have that pressure of I'm a girl. So therefore I have to gravitate towards pink and dresses. I'm a boy. I have to oh, like, truck from blue. like Still why can't you just crazy. Yeah. Your human being figure out who, how, what you gravitate towards. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> stuff like that never, I never thought about it before until recently. And it, it kind of bothers me. That, that too. I feel like actually, even with the limited places that I've been able to find that, you know, we do live in a patriarchy. It's, it's a, it's a patriarchal society. You can't, that's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's just like it is how European countries have worked. Like it's a patriarchy, you know, the man has historically had the power. And so it's always been viewed as more of a good thing for women to have more masculine qualities. And, you know, regardless of my opinion of that, which I do think is bullshit. It's just like, I can't imagine if I were a boy wanting to wear really feminine stuff, that would be like impossible to find. I'd have to make it myself. Like, come on. 
you you better have a friend like Molly Ringwald and Pretty in Pink or you're screwed. Like it's freaking ridiculous. And I had this really yeah. good I had this friend Michael in college. And it was like kind of when emo was at its height. So like boys could not get tighter pants. And he yeah. was so skinny. He would wear like a women's size two from Express. Whoa. And I felt so bad for him though, because he'd always be like, all right, I need my some girls to go with me to shop for some pants because I feel so uncomfortable looking in the women's That's section so in my jeans. But the men and it was also when men's clothes were still like really baggy. Like they yeah. got a lot tighter over like the last decade. Yeah, he's like, I, I hate men's pants. They're just too loose and baggy. Like, I just yeah. want pants that fit really tight. Sure. So I'm just like, this is so stupid. I agree. And like, why does it have to be like such a fine line? It's like, because I remember back, in, I haven't mentioned them all in a while, if you can believe that. But it's like, I remember when I went to Express, it's like, and other, not just Express, but other stores in general, it's like men's wear is way over here women's wear is way over here like why does it have to be like so awkward you know like why can't so you I mean I just and you know going back to looking like watching shows like Facts of Life I hope from like this point on that this will be something that people can look back on and be like wow I can't believe that you know you had to pick between a man's clothes and a woman's clothes you couldn't just pick what you liked oh, yeah because I mean, it, it is really sad. And I think that everybody, I guess the big picture here, like going back to my story with my with my pleather red jacket, everybody should feel their best and they shouldn't have to be, they shouldn't have to be embarrassed to be shopping in a section that they don't feel like they're, you know, their gender label. Represented labeled. even. Like, like, or, or even represented. Like, yeah, how like even though you may identify as a different sex, like how uncomfortable, like how many, how hard is it to find clothes that really fit who you are? Like what a struggle that must be. And fashion, shopping and fashion and dressing your body should be so fun. And I feel like for a lot of people, it's not, it has to yeah. be hell. And that's really yeah. sad. That too. And like, not, not even just like the whole, like, oh, there are only two sexes and they're strictly never to be able to be mixed in the store. Oh, even just if you're overweight or short yeah hello like, like yes exactly. stupid shit they make for plus size women it's ridiculous it's like, it's like, what are you doing why can't oh, you, need, you need to be stuff too? you need to be covered up you're so shameful like, yeah it's ridiculous and I, I find that too because I'm five feet tall and so it's really hard for me because people think that I'm like 80 years old because I'm short and it's like I still have like you know, I mean, even though I have little legs, I still have a stomach and curves and things about me. And it's like, if I go up a whole nother size, it's just, you know, it's like, oh, well, now I can't even get into this. And so I, I don't know, the fashion industry needs to, to move forward and make things more, you know, accessible for people that don't identify as a size four woman or, you know, a macho man. And that's what I have to say. Yeah. 100%. That's what I think. Yeah. That, that is our two cents on that. 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess at the end of this, we're both just like, fuck fashion. <laughs> fuck fashion. That's what we have to say. Yeah, fuck it. Because, um, yeah, truly the happiest I was in my life, I think, was whenever I was a little kid. And you're kind of free to just be a tomboy you know oh like, yeah like, oh she's just going through a little phase I could just wear whatever the fuck I wanted to and it wasn't a big deal and then like once you become like a teenager and stuff it's like you have to shop at the women's section like even still like I'll what get looks if I go to buy men's shorts or men's pants because I like the deep fucking pockets 
Yeah. I carry and stuff. Why in my would pockets. you have to explain yourself? Like you should. Yeah, too. I'm just like I like those pants. <laughs> like you are paying your money to wear something. Why you shouldn't have to feel shamed or the need to explain why you're in. Like, why are you in the men's section? Or oh, honey, the you know the women's sections over here. You should. No one should have to feel that way. So I mean, I guess for I guess for a fun um, comedy podcast, we got our site we got, got kind of real fast. And maybe like, maybe we need to change up what we do. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I think fashion is such an expression of who you are. You can't not take it personal. No, you can't. And, Whatever you do, someone's style, you you're just saying something that represents them. You cannot put people down either like I, I take very I take it very personal when I, I hear people shaming other people I mean especially I mean men women and anybody it's just so crappy it's like you know like let's lift each other up world like you know that too like um I know Amanda follows a few plus size models she's like you go girl like love your body big is beautiful and it just is disgusting and I go these women are amazing for you know the bullshit trolley kind oh, of the shit they have to put up with and most yeah. of it's from these men like like you're so fat and disgusting like I you shouldn't to, be allowed like, to like have pictures you a hundred percent yeah it's like really like this girl would give you two seconds anyway um on TikTok though there's like a lot of drag fiend videos where they're like doing I love it. and talking shit about men like that and they crack me up they're like so you're over here while he's like putting on his makeup so mr man you're over here telling a girl she can't wear a bikini because she big and you got like a missing toenail you got a missing toenail (laughs) (laughs) and it's like so funny (laughs) oh my gosh it's true though it's like we make these just crazy rules for ourselves and it just, it makes me sick, you know, it's just, it's just not okay. It's like, yeah. be, be you, be comfortable in your skin and, you know, lift somebody else up that, you know, like you may not like their fashion, but their fashion wouldn't look right on you and your fashion wouldn't look right on them. So who cares? That's why the world is a beautiful place of diversity. Exactly. And that's why you are listening to Stormy Willow so we can just. That's right. We hope we enlightened you today. Yeah. You know what you need to do is take it from the end of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and don't dream it, be it. Be it, yes. Don't dream it. Be Be it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think on that note, I I mean. I think this got pretty heavy, but hey. That's going to have to take us out. (laughs) Right? And I don't get it. I told you guys, it was, we're recording on a different day. It's been a horrible week, so I'm just, you know, I, I put out that disclaimer. Yeah, okay? we're over the bullshit. Like, we're not over gonna, it. I stand <laughs> by my trans siblings and yes. queer folks, like. 100%. Stormy Willow supports you and thinks that you're beautiful, and we are here fighting with you for more gender equality and, and just in everything. Visibility. Yeah. Like, especially all the bullshit. Oh, I'm about to get in some real trouble. Especially all the oh, bullshit that's, preach. like, asked. In the southern states with like just bullshit anti-trans and transphobic policies that have nothing to do with child like children's care and their best interests like fuck you guys 100 percent 100 percent agree and um i just it makes me sick because those i just i could just go on forever about it i don't give a fuck who pees next to me 
I have bigger care. problems in this world. We all have bigger problems in this world. And if, you're, if you're caught up on the bathroom and who's going to the bathroom next to you, you, you maybe need to take a step back and get a bigger perspective. 100%. And not spend so much goddamn time in the bathroom. Exactly. And also this podcast probably would not be for you and we're not going to apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like what we have to say this episode, please, please, please stop listening. Stop we do yeah, not because... want you to follow us or be a part of our community. Exactly, because we believe that, um, we, I mean, we've both seen firsthand, I mean, even me, a white Southern girl that's heterosexual, I've even experienced things in my own life where I've gotten judged and nobody likes to be that, um, feel that way. So yeah, we do support. Wait, why don't you have four kids by now? <laughs> yeah, you don't have children. Oh, do you have, do you have problems? Yeah. Have, like, getting pregnant? Like that's not so fucking personal. Exactly. We all go through it and we all know what it feels like to be made fun of or treated differently. And we are definitely an inclusive podcast. And though we don't, you know, we don't try to. Unless you're an asshole, you're not welcome. Yeah. Unless you're (laughs) an asshole, you can't come either. But it's like, we we definitely try not to push our views or our thoughts. We try to just uplift and make things fun. But in all actuality, um, you know, there does need to be more gender equality in the world. And we definitely, we definitely fight for that. That's not even a view. It's just a, it's just a like human right, and it's a reality. And right. just... that's that's a stormy willow reality. Yeah, that's, a <laughs> that's our current fucking situation. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I need to crush this beer can. <laughs> do it. Uh, fuck gender norms. <laughs> oh gosh, but no. So hopefully that you all that were listening were like, yeah, and not like, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So we thanks for hanging in there with us. It's been a really bad week. We hope that wherever you are, that you've had a better week than we have. And if you've not had a great week, we hope that this podcast brings you some laughter and joy, or maybe just a little rebel yell that, you know, we all deserve equality and kindness and peace and love. Right on. That note, take us out, Adele. I I have nothing else to say on that. <laughs> Well, everybody take care. Thanks for listening. Um, Tell them where they can find us. Yeah, so check out stormywillow.com. We're available on Facebook and uh, Instagram. We do have a TikTok, but like only two videos. I don't recommend it. I'm not even on TikTok. I'm just going to be real. Just check us out at uh, Stormy Willow Podcast on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And our website, stormywillow.com, has all the ways to listen. So we hope you enjoyed. And um, We've had a good time chatting with you guys. Yeah, we have. Thanks for having a Friday beer with us. Yeah, cheers. (laughs) Cheers, friends. (laughs) Bye.